Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Last night, the big blow for the second time in two games came in the sixth inning. And for the second time in as many games, it came off the bat of Matt Adams, who is killing the ball right now. The look in and the 0-1. Swinging a long drive right field. Will this one stay fair? It's way down the line toward the corner, and this one is a home run. Just fair down the line. Matt Adams does it two nights in a row. Another big blast for Big City. Home run number 12. Second time in the series, a three-run shot, and this is a brand-new ball game. The Nationals 4 and the Marlins 4. Matt Adams now has a dozen home runs. He's got six in the last less than two weeks worth of games. I have said for years when he played for the Braves, for the Cardinals, he was even, he was heavier when he was with the Cardinals. That dude can hit. If he played every day, he would hit at least 30 homers. I've never understood why people don't want to play him every day. I get he's, he's a butcher defensively. He doesn't That's run all answer. that well, but that guy can hit. And if you care about people that can hit, that guy should play. He's hitting lefties now. Where the, the previous rep on him was that he couldn't do that. That seems to not be the case. That guy needs to be in the lineup. That presence of a home run hitter, of a bopper, matters an awful lot. That's the extra layer of protection uh, after Rendon, after Soto, after these guys, and he's been knocking the cover off the ball of late. Now, it comes maybe at the expense of Howie Kendrick, and it may come at the expense here in the next couple days of Ryan Zimmerman after you get back from American League ballparks, but to me, that big left-handed donkey needs to be in the lineup, at least while he's this hot. This is fun. He's making a huge difference for them. Six home runs in 10 games for Matt Adams. Hitting 276 off lefties. One of his two homers in the last two games came off a of southpaw, obviously. Last night was a power night for the Nationals. Juan Soto's 13th, Adams 12th, Robles number 12, and Kurt Suzuki number 9. They hit four homers. They scored almost all of their runs, really, until the ninth inning on the long ball. And it wasn't like up and down the order. It was a bunch of base hits. A couple of two-hit games sprinkled throughout the order, but it was it was power last night. That got them by. Steven Strasburg, seven innings, four runs. Early on, looked like, oh, no. Yep. They're going to butcher this opportunity. Adam Eaton, who's inexplicably just not been very good in right field this year. He's made way too many mistakes. Uh, overran a ball, kind of fell down. Then he throws a ball that Matt Adams incorrectly cuts off that would have gunned down a run at the plate. So an extra run scored that shouldn't have. Then on the next play, a ground out from Steven Strasburg up the middle. Another run scored. So essentially, two runs came to the plate that shouldn't have been a three-run third inning. Should have been one nothing. Instead, it was 3 nothing, and you thought, they're playing uphill. They get a run back on the Soto homer, and the Marlins answer again. It was 4-1. Going into the sixth, I was feeling like this is a loss at this point. This might be one of those, yeah. And that's when the Nats rallied for five runs. The three-run shot from Adams tied it. The two-run homer from Robles gave them the lead, and they didn't look back. But they handled their business. Break out the broom. I don't care if it's a push broom, if it's a whisk broom, if it's something you use in your kitchen, if it's something you have in the car to, to clean out the, the floorboard. A little mini dustpan could be. The old wet paper towel happened. You went to the Marlins, and everyone said, oh, they're terrible. You got to take advantage, and you got to sweep them. Not all that realistic, just coming off a sweep of the Phillies. 
There's some adults on that team, too. Their batting averages at the top of their order last night, 286, 313, 311, 280. I got arms, too, man. 308 in that order. Yeah. You, you shouldn't really sweep that team necessarily every time you play them. However, the Nats did, and now they're 40 and 40 because of it, and they move on to Detroit. It's a big deal. And, you know, it took longer than you would have wanted if I told you before the season started, hey, they'll be 40 and 40. You'd probably wince. You'd go, really? That's below expectations. Given where they were, though, the positive vibes are happening, man. Kurt Suzuki with another big hit last night. Again, that guy has been really, 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 really good, hitting over 280 at this point with nine bolts. But it's the it's the stars doing star stuff. Soto's been incredible for more than a month. Rendon is still Anthony Rendon. But it's the, what do you want to call it? The role player. I don't have a better term for it, but it's like the second line guys that have been really picking up the slack here. And that's how you have a stretch where you win 21 or 30 games. It's also, when they're not doing it, how you have a stretch of 14 and a million, as they kind of were heading into this point, that required a 21-9 and nine stretch. When they're going well and everybody feeds off each other, it's somebody different every night. And that's what kind of makes a good baseball team special. You mentioned Juan Soto. He's hitting 370 in the Nats' last 15 games. He's played in all of them. And he's hitting 345 in his last 30 games. So that's over a sixth of a season, yeah. over 100 at-bats. With over a 1,000 OPS hitting about 350. You're right. He's been crazy hot. And they've done this with Anthony Rendon really cooling off. Remember, he had been the guy that was the the driving force of their offense. He was carrying him, yeah. Not as though he's had a bad week. He's hit just under 300 the last seven games. But for the last 15 games, about 270 with, uh, with five home runs, most of those very early on in that stretch. Uh, he has kind of crashed down to earth a little bit in the last few nights. And they haven't needed him because Adam stepped up. You mentioned Suzuki, who seems to deliver every time he starts. They got a big decision to make today because supposedly Ryan Zimmerman's going to be added to the lineup. Zimmerman's going to DH, so presumably Adams will start at first base. It's a little bit of Howie Kendrick. They'll mix and match there throughout this series. They have an extra hitter they can use, so it won't hurt yet. But you said this a few minutes ago, and you're right. Now they've got three guys because they're going to try to incorporate Zimmerman for one first base spot with no DH typically, unless you spell Dozier some with Howie Kendrick. Dozier, by the way, is hitting uh, 270 in his last 30 games with pretty big power, six home runs. Mm -hmm. And I would do that a couple times a week, have Kendrick start there. I don't know how you get Howie the at-bats he needs. So that's part of the decision. The other thing is, who do you send down? Like To me, they should send down one of their four lefties in the pen. You got Doolittle and three other guys, Grace, Sip, and Venters. I get the sense maybe Michael Taylor gets sent to the minor leagues today. I'm yeah, not really sure. It's about who you know who the options are, or who has options rather. I, I don't know what Sip's situation is. Uh, I don't know. It's that is a tough quandary at this point. Now, I at one point thought Taylor didn't have any options left, but Charlie Slows mentioned it on the show that he might. He could benefit honestly from playing every day and see if you can regain the form of a couple of years ago where you were a 270 hitter and on basically 25 25 pace. That seems like an eternity ago, where he was the guy that broke out the lumber against the Cubs with two big homers in that series, playing great center field. That seems like a different lifetime ago at this point, the way that he struggled. How good has Trey Turner been, by the way? Turner had two yeah. hits and two steals last night. He's just hitting a calm 370 this week. Just a whisper quiet 370. And he's been all over the place on base constantly. Playing and then, great defense, too. Sparkling. Yep. And Wander Suero. Pitched in the eighth last night. He's become the, the setup man as they're giving Rainey a couple days because he'd been overused. Suero punched out the side. That Looked was nasty. probably the, the dirtiest inning he's thrown as a national. He had a great sequence where he went curveball, changeup, and then the filthy cutter that he always oh, in his back pocket. 
I go, is that is that a big league reliever doing business right there? It looked good. So for Suero, what I loved about it was it was the second straight night he's thrown. Yeah, and that's been a, a sign for disaster. Normally, previously. if he's had a day or two off, he can look great. And then on the second night, certainly on the third night, he's a shell of himself. The last two nights he's pitched against the Marlins, perfect innings with five strikeouts of the six batters he's faced. He's been very, very good. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.